My name is Lauren Kleppet and I just ran a 228. Daniel Brinkenhoff, I'm a Los Angeles resident. Yoshio Tahara coming from Japan. My name's Lisa Hansen, I'm a cancer survivor. Victor Yebra, Acid Dance Group. I'm a general contractor. I'm a cardiologist. I'm a student. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I am a mom. And I am a daughter. And I'm a father of four. Mother of five. I'm a mother and a mother-to-be. My name is Chad and I'm an athlete. I didn't really believe that myself until today. My name is Jose Maldonado, and I'm a marathon runner. My name is uh, Shiva Wheeler. I'm 57. I'm a first-time marathoner, and I'm tired as hell. I'm the only sixth grader in my middle school that runs the LA Marathon. Right on time, back by the beach. Still gonna bring the heat. up everyone it's Robbie Lewis coming at you with episode three of fresh press health's podcast hope it's three times as good how's your day how's your night I hope it's the best day or night that you've ever had ever anyway we're without Tucker today we miss him miss you buddy miss you brother but I've got a nice, nice packed show for you. I just finished my first marathon ever. Um, so I wanted to come at you with a little, little bit about my experience, what I was doing before, what I did the week of, which I actually think is the most important week of marathon running. And I'll get into that in a bit. I wanted to talk about what I experienced during the marathon, the actual event the main stage, the game seven, if you will, Um, the big shebang, the all that good stuff. And then I want to talk to you about what I'm feeling now, what I'm doing now, what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, all that. So without further ado, let's party. If you're listening to this and you've signed up for your first marathon, congrats. I mean, that that's a huge accomplishment and something to be extremely proud of. Um, you know, that the act of, of committing to that and, and, you know, wanting to take on something that's bigger than ourselves is something you should be extremely proud of and feel so great about doing. You know, it's it's not every day that you set off to run 26.2 miles in, you know, whatever city it might be. And off of that, uh, you know, running in, in a city is a completely different experience than, than, you know, obviously driving. And for me living in LA, I've lived here, um, for most of my life and, and running in the streets that I go down or, you know, know pretty well was a completely different experience. It was, it was something that, I knew I was in, it was going to be different, but it, it, you don't really know until you're there. And, you 
know, for me, starting at Dodger Stadium, running down Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard, Wilshire, um, running in the middle of the street in Santa Monica, and then, you know, ending in Santa Monica, it was just like, it was such a crazy experience. And whatever city you might be in, you know, I want you to experience that too with a city that's, uh, you know, meaningful for you. And with that, you know, if, if you haven't signed up for a marathon and you're thinking about it, choose, choose one, choose a city that means something, you know, you, you want that first marathon to really hold meaning, you know, you're going to remember this for the rest of your life. So you know, make it a, make it a special one. So it was the week of, um, for me, it was last week and, you know, I'd, I had no idea what to expect as no one really does. You know, we're all so different. Our bodies are so different. How, I mean, how can you know what, what, how your body's going to react? Um, you know, it's kind of like taking a test, right? You've studied, you, you know, you put in your time, you've studied as much as you're going to, as much as you want to, and the test day is going to come. And, you know, it's, it's a, say it's a few days before the test, you know what you know. Same with running. You know, you, you've run you've run what you've run. Your body's gonna be as prepared as you've run and you know, the rest will will kinda of present itself. So I was in this place of uh, you know, the week of I I made a few commitments to myself and it's actually something that I posted about last week, um, up on Fresh Pressed Health. And the first thing no running for me. Week of, I was not going to run. I didn't want my legs to be sore at all. You know, I didn't want them to be achy or I wanted them, those puppies to be fresh. I mean, we're going to fly like an eagle, baby. All right. So what I committed to was the stationary bike. I thought that was a great medium between not a lot of um, strain on my legs, but still, you know, keeping them nice and warm and let them know that I'm here for them. No, but in all seriousness, you know, I felt like that was the uh, the perfect uh, in-between. Um, I want them to be rested, but I want them also to have uh, some sort of um, flow going on. The next thing um, that I highlighted, and I'm quoting what I wrote exactly, is I wanted to hydrate like your or I'm drier than the Sahara Desert. And honestly, that's the complete truth. Like, I wanted to be so hydrated. And I started, so my race was on a Sunday. Most are. But I wanted to really, you know, like crank up my hydration come come Wednesday, really. You know, almost like doubling what I usually drink. And, you know, for some, they're really good about drinking water. So that might be... Um, too much, but you know, you get the point. You really want to be conscientious about hydrating and making sure that you know everything you're putting in. Um, well, everything you're putting in is gonna gonna eventually get <laughs> sweated out. And and I laugh because um, Runners World wrote this article about you know how much do we sweat out in fluid ounces during um, during a marathon. And what I did was I I used what they wrote 
And it's it's this simple formula. You look up your uh, your weight range. They have different ranges, and then you kind of hone in on what the forecasted temperature is going to be. And they give you a per mile fluid ounce sweat rate. So I found mine, and it turns out I'm going to be sweating out about 150 fluid ounces of water, which is unreal, unreal. You know, and, and you. You obviously can't drink 150 fluid ounces the morning of or the night before or really, you know, so or even the day before. So your body is, uh, you know, actually absorbing it. So, you know, it's important, it's imperative to really start um, just be conscious of that the week of. The next thing I addressed was... um, you know, we've all heard about carb loading, but it's not a myth. You know, it's completely true. You, you got to do it. You got to do it. And again, not the night before. I mean, I started, um, I really, I really started Thursday, potentially Wednesday night with that burrito. You know, it depends on the, depends on what you count. No, but, um, so the quick, the quick and dirty the non-scientific reason why you got a carb load is the body looks for carbs first when burning for fuel. You know, so you're running along, the bar's going to burn off those carbs. And the second thing it goes to is fat. So you don't want that. And another reason why you don't want that is because um, the body takes a while to burn fat. It's less efficient than carbs. Carbs are quick. And it's the first thing the body goes to. Fat, you know, your body's going to be working harder. It's going to be working longer. It's not going to be as quick. So um, hit those carbs. You know, I was doing a lot of pasta, um, a lot of pasta. And have fun with it, you know. It's your, it's your time to shine. So the, ne- the last thing um, that I highlighted... I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but it's, uh, three things that I bought or made sure to have. First thing were energy gels, um, specifically from this company called Honey Stinger. Honey Stinger makes um, all natural gels, chews, bars, and these cool waffles. Um, so I, I chose them because they're natural. The base is honey. Hence the name Honey Stinger. Um, and I wanted to have just, you know, while I was running during the marathon, every five miles or so, a quick a quick, uh, a quick, boost in energy. And it actually helped quite a bit. I've used them before. So, you know, you, uh, you definitely, you definitely want to, you definitely want to use what you're used to. You don't want to introduce anything the week of and that's a huge, huge, huge thing to uh, caveat. You know, if if you haven't tried something before, don't try it the week of. You know, if your friend has this new product, I would suggest not using it, to be honest, even if they say it's the greatest thing in the world because, you know, look, our bodies are so different. And that's the beautiful thing, but sometimes that can hurt us because what, work, what works for one doesn't work for others. And just be mindful of that, you know. Uh, the next thing, which actually made drinking water incredibly easy, were these tablets um, from a company called Noon. 
I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's N-U-U-N. And they're a little electrolyte tablets. So you drop them in water and, um, you know, you drink. Um, so I got lemonade ginger. They have tons of flavors. Uh, I love them, actually. I have, like, one left. And I think there's, like, I don't know, like, 10 or 12 in them. So I've been going through them. And they're actually really good after the race because you got to replenish just as much as you were stocking up the body, you know. Check them out. They're, uh, it's a really great product. And the last thing um, that I, I didn't necessarily, I didn't buy the week of, but I made sure they were um, washed and uh, smelling great. Because I was going to sweat in them, so of course they had to smell great. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> just make sure you have really good socks. And I, I tend to really like this company called Mud Gear. They make uh, these trail running socks. You know, I'm I'm not too strict on on the socks that I wear. It's it's again we're all you know choose what's what's comfy for you. They're they're just really comfy. They're um, extremely padded, and I run all my Spartan races in them. So I didn't want to change anything up and risk getting crazy blisters or whatever it may be so uh, again they're called mud gear but go ahead and choose your sock if you got one then you're good if not check them out and you know training them break them in a little bit so come race day um you know i, I as as i've been saying i had no idea what to expect and that was the beauty of it as, as scary as it was, you know, that was the, uh, the incredible, incredible feeling going on for myself. You know, I've been telling people that the marathon for me was one of the most painful things I've ever done, but also the most beautiful thing I've ever done. And what I mean is that the city erupted with support from start to finish. You know, all, all differences and opinions and judgments were pushed aside. There were 64 country or nations, excuse me, being represented. Um, you know, there was individuals coming out, aside from the volunteers, you know, just, just people living in, in L.A. who... who uh, came out and, and brought out sliced oranges or um, pretzels or peanuts. And I kid you not, someone had actually set up a little station and they were giving out chili dogs, chili cheese dogs. And that was early on in the race. Um, I didn't take any, I swear. Um, and then later on, some people were handing out, you know, like little... Uh, Pixie cups of, um, Dixie cups? No, Pixie cups, whatever. The little cups of beer. I don't know, so it was just, it was an amazing, amazing pause on, on difference, you know, and, and that. And it was, it was just about community and a common goal, you know, to reach, that 26.2 mark. And people were out 
cheering and screaming and, and, you know, just had like tons of signs made. I don't know. It was, it was amazing. And like, I'm sure they were there for other people, but you know, they weren't just like not cheering until they saw whoever they were there for. Like it was, like I said, the city erupted. So that, you know, that made my race day so cool. And, um, you know, putting the spectators aside, being there with 25,000 runners, 25,000 was incredible. And running through the streets of LA with, I mean, with those, that magnitude of people, you know, no cars on the streets. There was one point in the beginning where I took out my headphones and just heard this rhythm of, you know, sneakers hitting the ground. And it was like this, it was loud, you know, it was like this, it was like almost like bumblebees, you know, like buzzing, but it was just like, there was a bumblebee running, (laughs) but it was like, it was just this intensely beautiful sound of just running. And it was just like, it gave me chills, honestly, while I was running, just looking around and seeing, you know, I'm in this large community of runners, like these people run. And that was, that was amazing. That was incredible. And it's something that I want you to experience. Or if you have, I'm, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So other than that, oh, the wall, like hitting the wall is so real. And I'm going to be honest, I, I was always a little skeptical of like, yeah, yeah, like, okay, the wall, like for sure, got it. But it's, it's totally real. Uh, for me, I hit it around mile 20. Just, you know, your body's like, no. And your mind's like, we have to. Like, we have to keep going. Um, so it's crazy because at that point, you're, it hurt more to walk than it did to do like a little shuffle you know, like a light jog, just to keep some sort of rhythm going, some something. And, you know, with like the lactic acid building up, once you, once you walk, I had to walk like for a, a few seconds, but I, honestly, I couldn't handle like the pain setting in. Um, because, you know, your legs are realizing what they're going through. And, you know, after running 20 or so miles at a certain pace and then just like not, you know, your body is catching up to itself and you don't want that setting in just yet. So another thing to look out for, for sure. I think it wouldn't have had hit so hard if I um, probably ate a little more potassium beforehand or even amped up my electrolyte intake, which I thought I did um, enough of, but maybe not. A little fun fact, um, the male who, who won the race did in two hours and 11 minutes. Yeah, two hours and 11 minutes. So I'll just let you process that. Um, that's about, that's, that's a five minute pace. 
five minute mile. And I, I looked at his uh, five, so they break it down by five Ks just to see, you know, like paces. And he had like a sub five, five K for like three or something, something ridiculous. Uh, just to put in perspective, I looked up and the fastest uh, marathon I ever ran was just under two hours and three minutes. It was like two hours, two minutes and 57 seconds, which is, which is under five minutes. It, it's like a 442. I think that's what I calculated pace per, per mile. 442. Unreal. So anyway, um, that was my race. That was my experience. I'm sure you'd have a similar experience or have had one. Um, So afterwards, I was extremely sore. Uh, I'd recommend if uh, I recommend not driving afterwards. I couldn't even imagine driving. I'm pretty happy that I had a little posse there and I was able to you know, have others drive, but, um, you know, take a lift if you got to there and back, you know, do what you got to do because, um, driving might not be the easiest or even honestly walking to your car. Like you, you might not like want to walk a few blocks, even though you're like, no, like, I think I'm good, but just saying like, it's, it's different ball. It's a different game at the end. Um, so yeah, afterwards and still a little sore, but definitely afterwards I was very sore. Uh, your body's in shock, you know, just, just ran 26.2 miles. You don't, you don't do that every day. Most of us. So just, you know, take care of yourself afterwards. Um, if you got to take a day off of work, you know, do that and give your body some TLC, you know, you just, you just did something amazing. So you might as well, uh, you know, you really should take care of your body as much as you put into the marathon. Um, you know, get a massage just to, uh, circulate the blood a little bit. Um, use some Epsom salt, you know, just make sure you take care of yourself and don't do anything, um, too strenuous. They say not to run, pretty intensely for about two weeks. Uh, you can do some, some light jogging, but, you know, really give your body, uh, some, um, you know, a break after, after taking on what you just took on. So that's about what I wanted to share with you guys. Um, we're going to have, uh, Tucker and I have a really cool episode planned coming up. We're going to be posting a article on, we just went to the natural products expo. So we have our, our top five um, picks from that show coming up on the blog in just a few days here. Uh, It was a great show, great time, you know, just checking out industry and seeing what's going on. There's a lot of buzz around some things that I'm sure we'll get into coming up. So appreciate you guys checking in and listening to the marathon podcast. If you have any questions, please, please reach out. Um, 
more than happy to to chat, um, talk about marathons, or just talk. Yeah, we're all friends. So yeah, appreciate you guys, and we we'll look forward to episode four. All right, take care. Bye bye.